Welcome to the Girls Locker Room Podcast. We are your hosts, Kendall and Angelica. We want to thank you guys for listening. Before we jump in, I want to thank all of you guys for giving us advice on what we can do better to improve our podcast. Even though some of us, and by the way, when I mean some of us, I mean me, um, I struggle when it comes to hearing criticism, but we have taken what you guys said and we are going to use it to improve. Um, unfortunately, I am a little bit sick, so if I do sound a bit off, that's why. Um, and this episode specifically is going to be about college. Me and Angelica are both in our second year, and we thought it'd be a good idea to talk about like our transition into college. So before we hop into the whole college thing, Angelica, can you tell me about your week a little bit? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so I'm philanthropy chair for my sorority, which is Alpha Sigma Rho. We're the um, the first um, Asian interest sorority here um, on my campus. Okay, since I'm philanthropy chair, we have um, our goal is to raise money for our nonprofit organization here in my city. It's basically um, they help help they help survivors of domestic abuse, and so I planned I think about like three public events for us to fundraise money, and we made a decent amount of money. Not gonna lie, and so I'm pretty proud. It's been a really stressful week, so I'm kind of glad that's Friday. When we're recording, it's Friday. <laughs> How about you? Um. Well, <laughs> ooh, it's been a week. I don't know. I feel like this has been the most busiest, non-busiest week, if that makes like sense. Yesterday, me and my friends, we wanted to go out to the beach to kind of like relax, you know? Um, and I had literally skipped class to go <laughs> to the beach because I just was like, I really want to, I just want to relax. I just want to chill. So we get to the beach, um, and let's just say that my friends decided to drink. I don't drink. It's not something that I choose to partake in, um, but they decided to drink, and all of a sudden, a little patrol car <laughs> comes up, and he's like, hey, guys. He came out so friendly, but like I knew what he was there for. Um, so we were there for like a solid like hour and a half. No, like, no, like maybe like, was it, I don't know. We were there for like a hot minute, um, and he took their fake IDs. <laughs> after they lied i was like why just like you know whatever so he took their fake ids um and then yeah they had to you know of course their stuff got confiscated but i was so scared because like i didn't have anything but i was so nervous that they were gonna like write me a ticket and i was like please bro and i'm sitting there like acting really calm and he makes he makes this really funny like comment because the people who were like on patrol aren't like like actual police officers and then he's like on his like walkie talkie talking to someone and one of my friends is like who are you calling like which one of your buddies is coming and off the the guy the guard or whatever was like oh well i don't have handcuffs (laughs) and he thought it was so funny and my friends were like are you serious are you serious and he's like no no no, i'm joking i'm joking but like the fact that he thought it was so funny i was like this isn't the time and moment for this at all But yeah, that was kind of like, I think that was the highlight of my week specifically. I would be so scared. No, yeah. So because he wasn't you a can, cop? No, he wasn't a cop. He was like a guard because they guess they have like people who patrol, but they don't have like like a badge or anything. Like they have like a beach badge, but they don't like, yeah. The officer was low-key kind of fine too. Really? <laughs> I was like, hmm. hmm. Remind us we... We should tell our like 
a whole cop story one day. Oh my gosh, that'll be really yeah. No, that'll definitely definitely be like a good story to tell. Yeah, we almost got <laughs> arrested one time in high school. Intense. Yeah, but I was like, I remember. Like, yeah, that was that was intense. Like there was tears and everything. <laughs> Bro, all of us were so scared. <laughs> For real. Um, so now I kind of want to hop into um, college, but specifically how we transitioned into college and how that adjustment was for us. Um, so Angelica, I know you did end up going to, well, we went to the same college, but you were further away from your parents than mine. Can you talk about like how you felt being further away from your family? Yeah, so I honestly, I think like freshman year of high school I knew that I wanted to be as far away as possible from my family <laughs> so sorry but um because I I mean I have a big family I'm it's like a family of six people and I was just I'm the oldest siblings I was done I was done being like very like a leader for my siblings I just wanted to be free and be away from my family um and so my family after Kansas they moved to Virginia. So luckily, South Carolina is not really that far. It's like a six-hour drive, uh, which I honestly think looking back is the perfect like distance away from family and individuals because it's not like my family could just drive down every weekend. It's like every break thing, which is fine. Like I only get to see my family uh, for the summer and for Thanksgiving and winter break. So I don't see them in the spring at all, which is kind of sad. But moving or just being so far away from my family did make me realize how family oriented I am and how much I miss my siblings and how much I miss, you know, like bullying them or now they're bullying me because they're in the teenager phase. They're all in like the angsty Ew, teenager yeah. phase. <laughs> so, and, you know, this is this is the most important time where they're all growing like my sister she's about to go in college and she's actually going farther away from me or from my whole family she's going to Colorado so I can't even imagine how she's going to be able to transition she's more um I guess less family oriented she's more independent and I feel like I'm very codependent especially on my siblings and um my mom and dad stuff like that I do wish that I could go see them more I wouldn't say like I I need need them in college we made a lot of friends here freshman year and I consider them as family we still do we still talk often uh, Mm -hmm. today so I kind of made my own family in college which helped me cope with my own like homesickness Wow, actually, I didn't even think about that because, like, I agree with you because um, I, like, with the friend group that we made in college, honestly, I think that was, like, I don't know, that was a really good friend group for me. Like, yeah, we did have our ups and downs, but I didn't even think about it in the sense that we had, like, built our own family because me and Angelica are both, like, military brats, so we, like, constantly, <clears throat> we constantly, like, move around, and so, you know, we're making new friends, and I just never had that, like, type of what is it called? It's like this, like like a relationship with your friends that I had with this group, like Rochelle and Sheeve and, you know, you and me. Like, that yeah. was like, we were just like glue. Like, and I love it. I love it so much. And we we, we don't talk all the time, but I think we talk at least like a couple times a week. Um, and it just like flows. Like, we could literally see each other like five years later and be like chill. 
but yeah, I didn't even think about it in the sense that we had like built our own family and you used it to like cope with your family not being there. Whereas me, like I had my family there because me in Angelica, we had lived in Kansas and right when I was like, you know what, I'm going to go to college and um south carolina and my parents were like mm, actually kendall we're moving there um and they were literally like 10 i think like five five to ten minutes away from where i went to school so it's like they were constantly there and it, i didn't necessarily hate it because i felt like i went through a lot <clears throat> and in this sense i guess i had a privilege that a lot of people didn't have like being able to like you know go back to my parents when i needed and being able to be in the comfort of my family in my own home Whereas like you and Jellica are like other people didn't have that kind of comfort or they couldn't like go talk to their parents. But I just couldn't imagine honestly being so far from my parents because I feel like I'm really close with my family. But I know some people are definitely like, I want to get away. I want to get away. But I think it's different for everyone else. Would you say you going home often was kind of like recharging your social battery? Because I know that we were, we were hanging out all the time and yeah. definitely your social battery died often. Oh my God. It died a lot. It died a lot, including last year, because I think we were, <coughs> we were definitely doing so much. We were doing so much. I don't know how, I don't know how, I mean, we were like always on the move. We were always somewhere. Like we were like never home. So like I got, my energy was like drained all the time. So it was nice to be able to go spend to like literally be like, okay, I'm going to go home for the weekend and literally just be there, be in my non twin size bed <laughs> and just relax and eat like good food. It was just really welcoming, not welcoming, but like refreshing. Yeah, no, I ever, every single time I came back, I was like, I'm the happiest person ever. So I think it's if you are someone who is close to your family, and they're like close to like where you live. Like, I think it's good if you have a good relationship to like, you know, go home and spend time with them. But like Angelica said, like try to search for those friends that you can like, you know, build a family with, not really build a family with, but wait, what did you say, Angelica? Um, what is that Dom Toretto family? What is that family? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I don't know. College. I guess the way that we made friends, I made all of our, like, family friends through Kendall because you definitely were the one to prepare yourself before going to college. Like, she was going through the Facebooks and the Instagrams, right? Yeah, I would recommend that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely recommend that so that, you know, when you get there, you kind of have some familiar faces. Exactly. Um. Or you could just go and buy, like, without knowing anybody. That would be kind of crazy. Yeah, but it, it, it depends, though, because I know, like, a lot of people, like, me personally, I knew I wasn't going to go and not knowing anyone. Because it was, like, at the time where, like, I didn't know if Angelica was going to be going to the same college as me. Like, I wasn't sure. So, like, I would recommend, like, if you're someone who may, I guess, like, struggle with, like, social interactions. Like, to me, I think it's easier for me to slide into someone's DMs, like, in a friendly way than it is to, like, go up and be, like, whatever. Because all I have to do is literally go to someone's Instagram, look at their, like, page, be like, okay, I like the aesthetic or whatever, or, like, like see something that they post, and then I, like, I'll comment on it, and all of a sudden that starts to create, like, a, I guess, like, a relationship or, like, connection. And so, um, if you're someone, like I said, who struggles with social interaction, I would recommend, like, literally typing in, because they make, like, 
um, accounts on Instagram. Yeah, they make like class group chats and like that. You literally go to the Instagram, type in what school you want to go to in the year you're going to graduate. Um, and there's like literally like tons of pages and that's how you can meet people and get into group chats. And like, honestly, I would recommend it. And it's so weird because I did that with, you know, the past school. And I knew like a lot of people and a lot of people knew me, even though if we didn't even become friends, it was good. It was, I, yeah, uh, but I didn't do that when I came to this school. Well, I did it towards the end and I realized like how much that kind of like affected me because I came in literally not knowing anyone. Um, like I knew a couple people, but I wish I would have made more more of an effort to do what I did freshman year here. Really? Yeah, 100%, 100%. Dang, my strategy would honestly be, you know, like look into your school's clubs and organizations. Mm. And if you want to do Greek, then, you know, look into that type of stuff. Because for my sorority, like, I honestly did not think I was going to join a sorority. Hell no. <laughs> but, <laughs> but honestly, joining my sorority, like, made me feel like I was a part of the community. And it helped me branch out to other people. Because college really is about networking. Like, that's... The oh, my gosh, yeah. Socializing is the number one thing that you have to do because... You know, when you get a job, you know, once you graduate, it really is about the people that you've talked to and the opportunities that they have that they can share with you. Um, so, yeah, you know, try not to. I know some people are introverts, but hopefully college can, you know, kind of push you to mm-hmm. things. And especially like the freshman year experience. I know um, at least my university tries to push like the best unity university freshman yeah. experience possible. So, you know, they have a lot of opportunities for you to go and interact with people. So just. I would recommend, you know, do whatever you want. Just, you know, have some courage. You're going to college, like, go crazy. Freshman year is fun. No, literally. Freshman year is, like, year one. Not saying to slip up 100%, but, like, your freshman year is, like, your one leeway year. You know what I mean? Like, you can kind of mess up and get away with it. Like, it's okay because it's an adjustment. It's new. It's something that you're not used to. But, like... If you are an introvert, just try to find that one that one thing that you enjoy doing that you think you can enjoy doing with other people and like look at organizations because I know the school that you know Angelica goes to, they have so much going on. Like there is no excuse for you not to get out and do things. Like there was like always an event every single day, and here they have events, but it's like it's not a lot. And also, this is my pet peeve. Not really my pet peeve. But all the events I want to go to are when I have lab. So I can't go to any of the events because I'm over there doing organic chemistry. So, um, but yeah, no, definitely. Um, I would definitely say, like, try to look at schools that do have, like, a lot going on. Okay, Angelica, I have one thing to say. I have yeah. one thing that I could, this is maybe, like, my hot take. Because a lot of people told me, like, in, when I was in high school, they were like, yeah, college is the same as high school like it's really not that different like yeah work is a bit hard it is not the same it's it not. is not the same at all i mean okay it's the same as high school a little bit in regards to like i would say like friendship wise but with like 10 like with like tons of people but it's not the same at all it is not the same but i was like the drama like the drama doesn't go away the people you know everyone's like yeah no i have like this like i don't know people try to like they say that they're going to grow before they go into college they don't grow <laughs> i would agree i and I, I feel like just high school is just 
like, oh, let's have fun, you know, whatever. Friendship, I guess the friendship things is really um, the only thing I can say is the same. Academics is different. Like, your studying habits is definitely need to improve, like, your organization, your skills. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to socialize more. Unless, you know, you don't have to go to grad school. I, I would say, like, if you don't have to go to grad school, you don't really have to put too much work in because you have, really have to build that resume and talk to professors to get, like, recommendations. Um, academics, socialization. I, I, okay, on another aspect of the same of high school being the same as college is, I guess it's another chapter of finding your own identity. Because I know like high school is like, ooh, like who am I? What am I gonna be? Like what major am I gonna go into? Um, and then, and then college is like a part two of that when you actually get to experience a lot of adult adultish things. It's like, oh, I don't know how to do this. Like, how do I, you know, file my taxes? How do I? Um, exactly rent, rent an apartment or you know actually start like building credit because you know you mm-hmm. might have to start doing that oh my and gosh you yeah. just, like get to find yourself through tough situations if you know you do have to struggle so when I was in high school I only really had to focus on academics um, my my parents luckily were able to um, like pay for my phone bill and um, give me a MacBook for college, but I know some parents are unable to do that. I'm grateful for my family to done that. Um, so I really struggled in college, and I still am struggling. Um, I'm an RM currently because I don't have enough money to pay for an apartment, so I get <laughs> free housing now. <laughs> oh my gosh! I just thought about. Can I even? even know, I don't know why I didn't even think about this. Hmm. College housing and apartments. It's expensive, including when it's in towns or cities that are predominantly full of college students. Housing is expensive, including here where I like where I go to school now. It is crazy. It is absolutely crazy to me. I don't know. Are you comfortable with saying how much you pay every month? Um, Like just a range? I mean, well, I, I don't. I stay in like the on campus, like housing. On campus housing. Yeah, yeah. I'm so I'm I'm on campus because I joined last minute. A semester, it's around like five k. Five k. So I'm I'm theoretically paying like a thousand a month, basically ish. Mm. Ish, I guess you say. But I know some people literally pay like um one thousand five hundred to two k, and like the apartments here, they're crazy. And if you want to live in like. Is that a semester each? No, I mean, sorry, this is like a month, like monthly. Oh, monthly, okay. Yeah, at like outside, um, like pe- like unless you decide to live like further away from campus, like 20 minutes away, then yeah, it's going to be cheaper. But like it is horrendous. So like um, if you still have some time before you go to college, I would say like have those conversations to make sure that you're financially ready for college. Because, like I said, high school is kind of like a clear pathway for me. I did academics. I had, you know, my friends, whatever. That was good. Now it's like you have so many other things. Like you have – because I didn't really need to study in high school. Like I studied a little bit, but I didn't really need to study here. Depending on your major, of course, you're going to need time to study a lot of time. 
you're gonna have your classes, you're gonna wanna hang out with your friends, and also you're gonna have school events that you wanna go to. Or there might be like something if you wanna not really get ahead, but if you wanna do more and make the most out of your college, I guess career, it is going to take a lot, a lot of time. So if you are someone who does not have good time management, this is the perfect time to start working on it because college will hit you like a semi-truck. Yes. It will get you. I and it got that. me. Yeah, I feel like it gets everyone freshman year. Yeah, it does. Yeah, because like your first week, I know everyone, like, let's be honest, everyone's partying. Everyone's doing stuff. Like, you're not really taking your classes super seriously. You're like, oh, this class isn't too hard. But then when that first exam comes up, you're like, okay, maybe I need to do something a little different. Yes, I definitely learned to utilize the Google Calendar. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I don't know how you do that. Really? You don't use, what do you use, Agenda or... I, yeah, I use an agenda. I prefer writing things down. No, like, there's something I just don't know. Like, I feel like an old person. I don't know, because I remember you were, like, showing me your Google Calendar. And I, like, not, I didn't try to copy yours, but I tried to, like, have something similar. I just could not get it to work. It just yeah. doesn't work for me. It's nice. I just think, yeah. Oh, you want to No, you can go. <laughs> oh, I can. Okay. Well, I'm able to share my calendar with other people, and I'm able to mm-hmm. see their calendars as well so i can kind of like match up times because that's what me and she do so i'll see like what times he's available what times i'm available i always tell him refer to my calendar before you say anything because i'm such a busy woman that's Um, smart and i forget all the time i have like a google sheet of all my assignments like in in like date order so like Mm -hmm. what you know like when are things needed because you will always refer back to the syllabus the amount of times you open and go back to your syllabus <sighs> is crazy like it's a lot <laughs> syllabuses are your bible i'm just saying it, it really is the bible coming from high school i was like what you know like what is a syllabus and why do i exactly need to like refer back to it all the time but it really it college gives you all of your assignments right then and there at the beginning of the school mm-hmm. year the school semester they give you all the assignments all the due dates so you already have that prepared so you mm-hmm. can't just be like oh like i didn't know what happened like i don't even know this assi- like this assignment yeah you can't because they're like it's on you the syllabus that's on you like you should have known and most of the times professors don't even tell you when things are due so that's mm-hmm. you know college is really about um being responsible because they're not your parents. They're not going to help you. Exactly. You have no one to really help you but you. Yeah. Exactly. You're, like, don't get me wrong. Your professors are going to care. Like, they do care. Because a lot of yeah. people tell you, like, oh, your professors are going to make these really strict. Honestly, some of my professors have been the most lenient people ever. The most chillest people. But when it comes to, like, assignments and stuff, you definitely need to have that down. But I did notice that, like, my spring semester, most of my professors just do not have that down at all. Like, I've only had one homework assignment for my statistics my statistics class. And for my writing class, there's not, like, a set schedule. So she just, like, randomly assigns us, like, work. And it's, like, oh, it's do next class. Or it's, like, this. So it's different for each professor. But I will say, like, at the school Angelica goes to, and last semester for me, like, everything in regards to, like, my assignments was on the syllabus. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys. So um, I just received an email from my professor in regards to me sleeping in class, because it's a very small class, and I'm not going to lie, I do sleep a lot. Um, and that's because 
if a class isn't engaging, um, like actively engaging, if I'm just sitting there and listening and maybe chipping in a couple of times, it's very hard for me to stay focused. Um, but I sent her an email and I blamed it on my anemia, me being anemic. <laughs> so um, I hope it works. Like I'm not lying. It is something I struggled with. Like my tiredness is the reason why I went to go get checked out. But like, it's just embarrassing that this is happening in class because it's not like I want to fall asleep. Like you don't want to. And the thing is, I never had this problem in high school. So it's kind of funny how now I'm just now struggling with like staying awake. Yes, I literally, because I remember high school classes used to be, what, like an hour and some-ish mm-hmm. minutes long, like each class. And college is literally the same. It's like an hour and 15 minutes or it's just yeah. 15 minutes, depending on the class. Like, I also have trouble with finding, like, staying awake in class, especially if it's big lectures, like, like there's a lot of people in there. Um, do you have any strategies of staying awake? <sighs> no, I really... Okay, it's, I don't really have any strategies, and that's because it's going to be different for everybody. It really is. Um, I don't know, because, like, some of my classes, like, staying awake isn't a problem for me because I'm actively engaging, I'm having discussions, I'm constantly talking, like, or, like, the material is very engaging, so, like, I can't fall asleep because it's so interesting. So there's really not really much you can do because I feel like I've tried almost everything that I can do to stay awake and I can't. But if I'm just sitting in a class, just listening, and it's about material that I could honestly care less about, like I'm not trying to be that person. I don't really care about English. I do not, I don't want to sit in a 50 minute lecture about English and grammar. It's not interesting. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be more interesting if I was actively engaging. So I think it's, I don't know. For some people, it's different. But if you're someone who struggles with staying awake, I genuinely cannot give you any tips on how. Maybe bring something to fiddle with, like a stress ball or something. Because I've been getting sleep. So I think it's it's really different. I don't know. I I play Pac-Man. Like, I, as soon as I'm kind of dozing off, I'm like, okay, let me pull up the Google Pac-Man, play a little bit, <laughs> and do that. Well, I think I should state this. In that class, I don't have, I'm not allowed to use a computer on my phone. Oh. Yeah. So it's like I I can't actively do anything because to stay awake, I'll usually like, you know, do maybe I'll go on my computer, text a couple people because that'll keep my brain actively doing something. But if I'm sitting there, no phone, which I know is bad, or like typing notes because there's no notes to be taken in that class. It's just, it's hard. It's hard. But if you can't, if you have a computer on, maybe it's like good to play like Pac-Man and stuff like that. That's true. I literally, like, there was a point I would just sleep all the time in class. I honestly thought that there that there was something wrong with me. And, you know, I was Googling. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, like, what? Like, why is the reason that I can't stay awake in class? And it was like, oh, maybe, you know, like, the signs of depression or something like that. Like, I'm going mm. through something. But I personally, like, personally knew that I wasn't. So, like, they're like, you know, make sure you get enough sleep. And, you know, now I'm getting enough sleep, I think. And I'm still finding myself falling asleep in class. Well, the classes you're falling in, like, are they the classes you find interesting? Yes. Oh. Yeah. So, there was, it came to a point where I knew um, that I was going to pass out in class that I started recording the the lecture. Like, I put on, like, an online recorder website. 
and I would press mm-hmm. the button and I would pass out and then I would go back and listen to the lecture and make the notes <laughs> because it was so bad. Like, I, just, I just couldn't stay awake for some reason. I even drank coffee, things like that. Really? Yeah, it it was so bad. <laughs> like, I swear to God, there was nothing, like, I wasn't going through anything. And, you know, like, freshman year, I also passed out, too, but, I, like, I didn't think it was a problem, but I felt like I was going through more, like, depression, depressional, um, or maybe burnt out symptoms more than mm-hmm. anything, um, which is so interesting to hear. <laughs> I don't know. Would you say, like, because my mental health has definitely changed um, being a sophomore now in college. Mm-hmm. Would you say that for your freshman year, were you, like, stable? Like, were you experiencing anything bad? You... No, I don't... I mean, I wasn't really experiencing anything super bad, but I definitely was not mentally stable. Um, I think... Um, because I think there's, like, a difference. Like, they say, like... Never mind, I'm not going to say that. But I definitely did struggle a lot with my mental health um, in regards to, like, schoolwork. But I think it's also, like, the pressures I put on myself to, like, do well. And it was to the point where it was, like, the work I was putting in wasn't, you know, showing in, like, my exams or in quizzes. Um, And if you guys are in college, you guys know how much, like, your exams weigh in your class. Like, some of them are, like, 25%. And, like, your homework is, like, 5%. So it's it's very nerve wracking, and I think that tense and that stress just kind of added onto things. And then I think I'm just someone who kind of gets into my head a bit easier, and I think I got into my head a lot. And I think that just it kind of like that stress was added on because of school stress. So it was like stress on top of stress on top of st- on top of stress. And I definitely had a lot of breakdowns. I cried a lot this semester. This year, sorry, since I've transferred, I definitely would say, like, I've been more mentally stable. I've been stressed, but, like, being stressed is, like, the thing that's going to come with me in college. Like, you can't really, like, unless you're, like, the easiest major on this, like, planet. But me and Jellica both have, like, I guess, like, fairly difficult majors. So it's not going to be, like, little, yeah. But I've been drained. But since I started taking ashwagandha, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm joking. I'm joking. I know, right? Like, I need a sponsorship for real. Um, my mental health has been better, but it's declined in, like, I guess, like, friendship-wise. Friendship-wise. Does that make sense? Because I know, like, your friends can have, like, a major impact on your mental health. And I, the college I went to before, I guess it didn't really have an impact on my mental health, like, my friendships. Like, although I got into some problems and we had, like, you know, some drama that happened, it affected me a little bit, but not a lot. But here, I'm, like, facing a lot of problems with it. Um, but it's really hard. And a lot of the resources that they put out on campus are not helpful. I'm so sorry. Yes. And I don't mean it to be mean. I've noticed this about every, almost every college I hear about, even from, like, other people. They say that they have all this mental health stuff here for you. Um, one, when you want to schedule something with them to talk about, like, how you're feeling, it is... Sometimes it takes like weeks and days. I remember when I went to you know that school that Angelica's at. They, I remember what happened. My friend was like, I don't know what happened. I think she was going through something, and they basically wouldn't see her for like a month because yeah. that's how booked they were. 
And I was like, I don't need someone in the month. I need someone to talk to now. Yes. Can I add on to that? So yeah, of course. Um, my ex-roommate from last year, Celia, she wanted to go book uh, a therapy session. So, you know, you have yeah. to go online, you know, um, book it. Her first meeting that that basically was like, I don't know, a month out there from when she scheduled it. It was literally just like um, like her talking yeah. and like saying, oh, like, we'll actually take you to the therapist. Like it was just like um a, a diag it wasn't it wasn't a diagnosis it was just like a oh does she actually really need therapy yeah it was kind of like okay what are your problems like no advice nothing I'm not even nothing. like I'm listening to what you're saying not hear not sorry I'm hearing what you're saying not listening I'm hearing what you're saying writing it down realizing that oh that's what I was talking about it was her I, yes. okay there you go that makes sense but yeah, yeah no when she told me about that I was like okay not only did you wait but you went there for them yeah. to not even like help you okay. at all but tell them that you need to go to someone else. Yep. So crazy to me. So yep. crazy. Oh, yeah, no, my one friend, too, she had, she was, like, struggling with her mental health. Like, you know, stress being in college. It's, it's an adjustment. Yeah, she wanted a one-on-one. -on -one. And they put her in a group session, even though she had been requesting for a one-on-one. -on -one. She was like, you know, the way I'm feeling is, like, something I don't want, like, other people to be hearing. And I was like, that's so weird. And not only did she have to wait, like, a couple weeks to get in. It is crazy. Yeah. It is so crazy. I feel like that doesn't help your mental health either. Exactly. Because especially in college, like your mental health can be very bad depending on how much mm -hmm. um, your workload is. Like, I know that I have a feeling that my college tries to hide up all the suicides that happen because there are a lot of rumors that's gone around, especially like um, this year, this school year that's happened that said like, you know, like there was an accident in so and so place, but they never you know fully say what happened there but from other people mm -hmm. like i hear it's just rumors but the fact that they try to cover it up is really crazy mm -hmm. yeah because they don't they won't really I'm not saying that they should go into depth about it but they'll never say if it was like a mental health reason reason sorry they yeah. do try to sweep it under the rug yeah. i think it's because to a certain degree like no one would want to go to a school where they have like high passing away rates you know what i mean or yeah, there's yeah. like you always see something in the news about like why it's like why would you want to send your kid to that school why would you person because i know i wouldn't if i saw it but yeah they definitely hide stuff and you um you'll figure out from other people because other people are nosy and they're going to tell their people so you'll find out but like you will not hear anything from the school um well how is your mental health angelica uh, i my mental health transitioning to college was literally the worst I like never told any of y'all I think only she maybe but like I had I started like my first anxiety attack really I had yeah I had really bad anxiety attacks I never like I was like what what is happening to me because I never knew what an anxiety mm -hmm. attack was it just like hit me in a truck I was literally walking to class and then I just started like I couldn't breathe and I started like crying I started crying, and there's people, like, we're walking to class, so there's yeah. people, like, I literally had to stop and, like, take a breather, because, like, I had no idea what was happening with my body, but I was so stressed. Do you think it was, and like, it triggered was, by something, or you were just stressed in general? I think, I'm not sure, I think it was just, it was during finals week, like, my very first mm, final week that I had. Oh my gosh, yeah. Um, that and then like sometimes when we were hanging out like as a whole friend group I would be very distant because I had a, like a an anxiety attack previous uh, that day so I didn't really want to I didn't mm -hmm. feel like talking to anybody but I still wanted to be included um, yeah 
but I never told anybody because I just like I didn't want to say it was an anxiety attack because I honestly didn't know but yeah looking back it definitely was and I had one like now I have it when there's like abrupt change so when I had to mm. move, move rooms because I got became an RM um, since I was waitlisted, I like I got an email saying, "Congratulations, you're an RM. You have to move out of your room right now." Yeah, I remember when you today. told me about that. I was like, oh, "No." I literally had a like I had a major anxiety attack when I was eating lunch. I like I was in public. Mm-hmm. I was just like, "Bro, I literally don't like know what to do because it's literally like Tuesday." I have classes, and I need to move out. <clears throat> crazy things that happen. Um, but now, like, my mental health is definitely better. I think with Sheev, he's definitely helped me. <laughs> like, yeah, that's good. Try to, you know, not be so, like, dark and deep. Now I'm just, <laughs> you know, I'm excited for things. Yeah. Not the <laughs> dark and deep. My mental health definitely, it, it hit me like a trek, I will say. Yeah, I think it definitely will. Because, yeah. like, not like we are, like, the most mentally stable people going in, but I think almost everyone that I have, like, met in college has not been mentally stable at all. And if they're mentally stable, check in on them because they're lying to you. They're not bad. saying that they, they are 100%, <laughs> but, like, um, Something I don't know. I feel like the people who usually don't talk about it um, and kind of, like, hide behind it tend to be the ones who are dealing with it, like, really, really hard. But yeah, no, it's definitely something that I think needs to be. And if you're also someone who is maybe like even before you even went into college, or sorry, before you even go into college, you're not the most mentally stable person, it's going to be hard for you. It's It really is. It's not going to be, it's not going to be easy. It's going to be very stressful. Yeah. So like you need to just, I think it's important, like people say this all the time, but it's really important to take the breaks when needed. Like, you can get back to studying, but take a break and relax. It's so important. Do I do that even though I'm saying this? No. <laughs> I don't take breaks. Like, my breaks are, like, kind of, like, on the weekends, but then I'll still study. And I don't know. It's just very stressful. Yeah. <laughs> it really helps you build resilience, though, and become, you know, a better person. Mm-hmm. And I finally get to learn, you know. This happens, so okay, I know how to bounce back from that. That's always yeah. the best thing, you know. When you come from failure, you definitely have to know how to bounce back and hopefully you will. I feel like a lot of interviews ask me like, Oh, what you know, what was your latest failure and how did you mm-hmm. bounce back from that? So like, you know, that's college definitely gives you those examples. Exactly. But yeah, I think I think we should wrap it here. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure to leave a rating on our podcast as well as give us advice on what we can do better or even what to talk about in our future episodes. Make sure to follow our Instagram at the locker room, the girls locker room pod. And again, it's at the lock. The, oh my God. Again, it's at the girls locker room pod um, and follow our account to stay posted on our future episodes. And we also plan on posting every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern time. Bye, guys.